guys, welcome back to the TRP. In today's episode, we have got a returning guest. <laughs> Diesel's left the left the set. Uh, Ronnie, welcome back. Hi, welcome thanks back, for having me. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good. Really good. good. How does it feel to be back on the TRP? Yeah, it's been a long time coming, so I'm glad. Um, your first episode flunked, but we thought we'd give you another <laughs> chance. <laughs> it is nice to see you back, but... Kill, killed us with the views, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, she was awesome. First episode was yeah. class. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, but yeah we're, um, we are discussing quite a difficult topic today. Mm-hmm. So, basically what we're talking about, guys, is the current issues going on in America through the case of Roe and Wade. So what we've done is we've come up with a few questions uh, and we're going to kind of look at the problem and just give our perspectives on it. So the first question is, should men really be on the panel of justices, especially as the majority at 66%? Mm. So guys, what do you think? I, I don't think... I don't think they should really because it's something that doesn't affect us as being male. Um, it is, it's, it's controversial. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they should because it's something that we'll never experience in our lifetime. Mm. Like it, it just can't happen. And why should we be in control of something that doesn't affect us? Mm. What do you, what do you think, Ron? Yeah, I think it's a difficult one because um, to make up the Supreme Court, you have to have, you know, diversity. You have to have men yeah. and women and people of all different backgrounds and races and religions and cultures and whatnot. So it's hard to say that this should be a completely female decision, but then it's a decision that only affects the females, the female bodies. So it is a an uncomfortable concept that men are the ones making the decisions. As you said, the majority as well. Well, yeah, like I said, 66% of the that panel were men. Mm. And I just think for me, like my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living in a bit of a dream world, but I, I kind of think that that decision should solely be made by women. Mm. I really do. I just, well, I, I, agree, can't, man. I can't get my head around why something that, that, that men ultimately, everything that goes around having an abortion is, is just things that men can never, ever relate to, truly relate to. Mm-hmm. So, why is 66% of that panel men? It's mm. just, to me, it is crazy. Yeah, but then you have to consider that, you know, there were females who who were part of overturning Roe v. Wade and making abortion or stopping it from being a constitutional right. So it's not that, you know, maybe men are giving the wrong opinions or... But, it's but, one, but, but it's only, be one, more, th- only yeah. one third of them are women. It yeah. should be more equal, surely. Surely it should be at least, well, it's impossible to like, have a 50-50 split. You have to have diversity, people, but, but 66, I mean, that, that's a high percentage, isn't it? It's, mm. I don't, I, it, is, it doesn't we, sit well, really. We were obviously talking earlier about, it's, you know, we're part of the UK legal system, so we roughly have a good idea of how it works. But America is very different, and it's their Supreme Court, the way it's made up. Um, it's, it's very political, um, and Supreme Court justices are appointed for hopefully more than, but it seems like their political beliefs and whether or not they're conservative or liberal. And as we know that Trump got the opportunity, which was very rare, to put three Supreme Court justices in post, all of which being very conservative people, have now tipped 
the balance of the Supreme Court so you can almost guess the outcome of a case based on who the majority is in terms of what their, I guess, political affiliations are rather than their gender or their backgrounds, perhaps. So it's, it's I think this is an America problem. I just, yeah, for sure it's an America problem, but I, I think, you know, when we get dig into this podcast episode, it is more, from my perspective, it's more than an America problem. I granted this specific issues of only really affecting Americans, mm. but I will explain as we go further. But I just think when you look at it, I, I get, I do get what you're saying, but I just think that the overwhelming principle that should be important in a case like this is gender, mm-hmm. because this decision does not affect men. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah, affect it, it men. makes it makes no sense for us to have the power to dictate something about that, a woman's body that we cannot experience ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sit well with. Me, and like really. you can you can get as as legal and as technical as you like, but when you've done it right down to what it is. Mm that I just don't, I think that there is some, that, that, our, that their legal system specifically is, is broken in that sense. It really is. And I can understand the uproar that women feel. You know, I saw Michelle Obama coming out today and just seeing how she's just like, feels, you know, so incredibly upset for the future, for women in, the, in, in America in the future. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's, it's a really impact. scary time for them, I think. Yeah. And I guess, it. you know, again, we spoke about it earlier, but there are no laws that govern a man's body. So this is very niche in that you are talking about someone's bodily autonomy, but specifically a female gender. Um, So yeah, it's it's quite unprecedented in terms of you can't really compare it to much else because you guys don't have the same, not not you guys because you're British, but you don't have the same, I guess, restrictions on your body and people telling you what you can and can't do with your own body and your choices. So it is a very scary scary concept scary time and you'd think as well in 2022 that we're sort of moving forward and we're progressing but a lot of people have said this is you know we're going back to the 1950s um we're taking a huge step back where america it's, it's certainly apart. looks that way yeah and to be fair if boris johnson's slating you you've got to be doing something wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got to be doing something very, wrong very do you know what i mean yeah, yeah obviously that would be you know, a, a dream world that that decision was purely made by women it would be impossible but i just think it was something that when I first looked at the case yeah. um, that really stood out for me that the majority of the people making that decision were men. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a strange thing. I don't know what I don't know what the right decision is. Do you wipe out the males of the Supreme Court and you say this is just females who can decide on this? Is that I, what you're suggesting? My, 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 if it was if it was my decision, yeah, it would be that that, that I think that if it's a, it's a decision that solely affects women. Mm. I mean, the fundamental principle is only, I mean, granted, the after effect of an abortion will affect, the, you know, the potential father. Of course yeah. it will. But the actual physical act of an abortion directly mm-hmm. affects the woman. Yeah. A man can't have an abortion. So then not. I guess, you know, looking at it in a wider sense and for what it is, this wasn't necessarily about abortion. I know that sounds really strange, but we're, we're talking about America's constitution and their laws and the way it's structured and if you are to read the law you went to law school i went to law school it's law is free from emotion right so it's not an emotional decision it's not thinking about how a woman would feel or should i make this decision it's you you are there to read the law and the written constitution of america doesn't expressly say that women have the right to an abortion it's something that's been interpreted by the courts you know in but, Roe v. Wade. But the Supreme Court is there to protect the people's civil liberties, right? So, Their constitutional rights. Yeah. 
and, and I get that, and I get, but I get what you're saying, mm. of course. But the point, the point I'm trying to make is, is that I think that this this situation is is not protecting women's civil liberties mm. in any way, shape, or form. And wh- however you thread it, however you you sell it, it, it's just not. Yeah, it's a bad day for people, right? It's a bad day for America. For and sure. I think mm. overnight, out of the fifty states, I, I think just shy of half of them put their trigger laws in place and exactly. completely made abortion illegal and punishable and, you know, a crime, which is then you're the, you're in the difficult thing of your geography dictates your rights, your your bodily autonomy is based on your geography, um, which is not good. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a very sad time. Mm. Um, but I suppose you're right. The, the reality is that the... You're never going to be in a situation where nine women could make that decision. So, sadly, that is just how it is. Mm. Moving on to the next question. So, are the people who support this change looking at this issue too simplistically? Mm. I think they are, yeah. Because there's all this pro-life movement going on and they're out there and they're chanting that people are murdering babies which we know is untrue Mm. because it's not a fetus it hasn't had that length of time um but there that seems to be the focal point you guys are murdering babies this is against our belief it could be this could be deriving from other factors like religion Mm. um but the whole thing is almost farcical because yes you can say i'm pro-life but are you pro-life in just this narrative or you pro-life in everything mm. because they're not in everything are they because it conflicts with the gun laws it conflicts with immigration there's so many factors to this there's so many layers that if you're pro-life then surely you have to be pro-life in everything yeah it can't be to suit your narrative which is what it appears on the surface to be yeah. but they're not thinking about the different well there's loads of variations of why people have got pregnant and why they might want an abortion mm-hmm. uh, and they're really not considering all of those factors are they so when you say simplifying it do you mean like the phrase you're murdering babies is that like yeah the, so they're, the, the, the bones yeah they're, they're simplifying a complex problem mm. right mm. to from what i've seen on the news when they're chanting it's kind of the the narrative is you guys are just getting pregnant mm. you're doing what you want and now because it's inconvenient for you you want to get rid of the the potential baby mm-hmm. right that's that's why they're so pumped up and they're angry and they're out there and they're chanting and they're they got this tribal mentality mm. when actually there's so many scenarios of why you could be pregnant um and you you said a few earlier didn't you about you know if if there's like a young child that's been abused mm. got pregnant um is it fair to bring that child into the world yeah rape cases there's there's loads of reasons why someone might get pregnant Mm -hmm. there could be something wrong with the fetus it could be a birth defect that might jeopardize the the mother's life Mm -hmm. if you're in a state where it's now illegal to go and have that abortion is your life now on the line they're not thinking about these things yeah Uh, and i think when you say you know the simplification of it then the the automatic counter argument is you say well what about incest and and rape Mm. um and a lot of like the the, the sort of TV are covering, you know, yeah. the, the media is covering that and certain states will say it is legal in these cases or it's not. 
And unfortunately, there's a lot of states that are saying those aren't exceptions for us because when, a, you know, when a fetus is created, that's the life and we protect it as though it was, you know, a, a baby existing independently. So you can see the gateway for abuse there that um, people who have already gone through very traumatic things are having to continue that, you know, and live with that for the rest of their lives because, you know, kids don't stop needing you when they turn 10 or 18 or even like 25 or 30 it's a lifetime commitment isn't it and and that's why i feel like choice should be there always regardless it should be because if you're pro-life but that child's or fetus is going to become a child and then put in an environment which isn't safe for them or mm -hmm. isn't very uh fulfilling yeah then is that pro-life yeah and i think I, again i saw something online it's an interesting comparison the process of adopting um is very difficult it's very difficult to adopt a baby you've got to pass the right checks you've got to be financially stable emotionally stable you've got to have you know a good home to bring the child into you have to have background checks and da da da, da. but there is no checklist for having a child um so i always thought well you should match well that's you that... know, the process of assessing someone for yeah. their ability to adopt a child as the same as somebody choosing to have one right but that's that's another thing they're simplifying mm -hmm. You see, their their counter argument um, is that well, what we do is we bring this law back in, but then we put more money into adoption, mm. as if like suddenly you've got loads of people signing up to adopt yeah. adopt these children that aren't wanted. These people on the streets aren't wanting to now adopt children; they're just trying to make a point. I struggle to see what the point is, but yeah, yeah this whole narrative of you're murdering and things like that, and there's different gestational stages of of conception um and we have we have the three trimesters and in the uk at least the first trimester is lawful to terminate the second trimester it's it's more difficult but it's medical grounds you know health problems with mum and then third trimester is illegal in the uk and that's because that baby or fetus could exist independent of mum um, and that's where i guess the uk draws the line but to say that you know none of that is taken into account and that a fetus that cannot exist outside of a of a person of a mother um or a female now has more rights than the person carrying that fetus or that lump of cluster of cells is is quite absurd so yeah we're talking about what you would hope is your most basic right which is your own body and your own autonomy and there is no comparison for men you're right because what would it be it's, it's no. yeah so it is just absurd that the state or the law or the police can get involved in what you're choosing for yourself and your body and unfortunately making abortions illegal or no longer a constitutional right doesn't stop people from having abortions or needing abortions so it just makes it dangerous and it makes it scary and it's, I, I dread to think what the consequences will be. Uh, well, I'm sure that was one of the reasons of bringing abortion in to, to provide somewhere safe and... Um, well, it's, well it's, like, it's like Whoopi Goldberg said. Um, she, she was all over the news today. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that, like you say, this, this won't stop abortions. It just stops safe abortions. Mm -hmm. And that's the scary thing. Like You're going to have young girls in America um, in the States where it is made illegal. That going to result to some quite you know desperate life-threatening yeah, yeah. They're, they're jeopardizing their own life yeah exactly. jeopardizing their own health you know i watched i actually watched a program the other day and there was a um there was a girl on it who, who did that she ordered some um pills off the internet and 
with a sort of at-home abortion, uh, ended up in hospital, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, what happened to her was quite, you know, very difficult and, and dangerous, and yeah. nearly killed. She nearly ended up dying. Yeah. And, you know, that's that 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 was in this country, and the reason that she did that was because of fear of her parents finding out. Mm-hmm. But you think about what the the desperation that some women and young girls are going to feel yeah. over there. Yeah. So I think from my perspective they're definitely looking at it too simplistically yeah and i think as well with how accessible everything is you know amazon the internet you can order anything online you can. Can. and yeah. the dark web as well you can get access to whatever you, you, you want whatever you at want. a moment's yeah. notice so unfortunately abortion pills are going to be out there and they're not going to be approved by what is it they have in america the fda or yeah, yeah, yeah. um i might be misquoting that but you know, they're not going to be approved. They're not going to be regulated at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then these people are going to end up in hospital and it's going to be very obvious what, what they've tried to do. And do they then get prosecuted? Do they get arrested? Do they get charged? Well, it'd be, it'd be it's an attempt, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah, they, they, um, they manage that. Mm-hmm. But why Why do you think these uh, people that are, you know, so, so against it, uh, why do you think they care though? Because if yeah. it's not affecting them mm-hmm. personally... It's just an option, right, that everyone's entitled to. Why do people care? Why do they care so much? And we've all seen, you know, the videos and in TV and whatnot that people will stand outside abortion clinics and scream at people who are That's going exactly in. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But why do, you, why do these people care? Why do you care religion. so much? I think religion's a massive factor of it. But I struggle to see any religious argument for it at all. Well, because that, the way they see it is that you're taken alive. Yeah, but so they're seeing it as a sin. No, that's how they see it, though. I'm yeah. not saying I agree, so they're seeing it as a sin. When right? I listened, when yeah. I listened to um, one of the women answering questions on the the news article mm-hmm. I was watching earlier, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. She said that it's just just fundamentally wrong. Mm. I mean, it's uh, every religion's going to be different in in the way that things are worded and written. But you know, if it's a sin to take a life why don't they impose better control of their guns? Why don't people, you know, sing outside of the school shootings? They don't need to be stood outside abortion clinics when something isn't legally considered a baby yet because it can't exist independent of of a woman. Well, there's contradictions everywhere, isn't there? Yeah, so I, I, I can't understand why something has more rights when it doesn't actually exist yet and cannot exist independently than a person who is sort of stood before you existing and breathing and living. I, I just, I don't understand the, you know, the difference. And then you talk about floodgates, like where does that end? How, how much further can that go in terms of contraception? Your choice not to have a baby, is that a small abortion every day when you're taking your pill? Is it, you know? That's a good point. A good well, point. Is a condom a choice for like, is that part of, you know, murdering potential babies because they could have had life? Yeah, you're right. You're you know, right. it just doesn't well, there's stop. Def- there's definitely like, you know, people, I think there's probably people who view it that way. Mm. I think, um, you know, you've kind of gone on to the next question a little bit. Um, but I will go on to the next question. So, is this change in the law... Now, I've worded it as a, a product of toxic masculinity and control. Now, I definitely think it's a product of control, but I don't know about... what do you, How do you feel about the element of toxic masculinity? The law's not my field, so I, I couldn't say anything with any certainty, but from what I do know is law is, is still one of the things that is dominated by men, um, and a lot of things are dictated 
by men and uh, people in chambers are, are treated differently um i i know a girl that that works in chambers and she's done things fr uh, like wrong um and been called out for it and then the, her male counterparts done exactly the same mm -hmm. thing and nothing's been said right so if that's happening in chambers imagine what's what's happening higher up in in the supreme court um so i think there's 100 percent potential for that um but I, I couldn't say with any clarity. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot wrong with wrong with the world and there's a lot of, uh, you know, we're all on a journey and there's a lot, it's not finished, that equality yeah. isn't guaranteed, it's still a fight, isn't it? So if men and women aren't equal, women have been fighting for certain rights for, you know, however long, but they're not considered equal because they have the ability to, you know, because of their biology, it's, it's a really strange thing. So yeah, toxic masculinity, I guess it goes back to your first point of, why are men involved in making this decision? And is it a form of control? It, it's absolutely a form of control. There's, there's no other interpretation of it because if you're telling me I can't choose what happens to my body, then you've, you're controlling me. And unfortunately that's coming from this, you know, the highest up, the, the, the courts. That means it's enforced by the police. That means a lot of people have control over my body and I don't. It's, it's, it's a strange thing to be punished for your biology, right? Or to be in, you know, less equal. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's difficult. I always look at situations like this where, you, where you've got like judges that are making just such significant decisions that will impact people that ultimately are so, that their lives, like those judges' lives, right, they're so far away from some of the women that this will affect. Mm. And I think that there's, it's almost impossible for some of them to really empathize with you know, some of the women, some of the scenarios we've suggested, you know, where you say you've got a girl who's, I don't know, been abused, a young girl who's been abused and has become pregnant. I just think that you've, you know, some of these elderly judges, right? How can they really yeah. empathize with those situations? And I just, for me, it's definitely about control. But I think that that's where there's some element of toxic masculinity in it. Yeah. I just think making such significant decisions about women's rights, about women's bodies, about situations that they'll never be in. Like a man will never be in that situation. But I, just, I just think there's a, there's an ignorance though, isn't there? Like a lot, of, I know loads of guys that aren't even talking about this. Yeah, that's one of the. They that's don't, one of, and that's the main reason. This is a huge. This is a huge significant moment, right, in history. And I know loads of guys just. But that's because don't know what, a, you yeah, ask them what's going you know they don't they they're not interested at all because mm. like you said it doesn't affect them because but, of the ignorance of like we don't go through this we don't experience this so but interestingly right so before we started the podcast ronnie asked us right do any of us know what happens in an abortion mm -hmm. and there's three guys sat in a room none of us knew now ronnie yeah. then explained to us the actual process of an abortion and i was like you've just proved my point Men can, they, they do not understand this. Yeah. Why are men making this decision? I know it's something that's happening in America, but that's why I wanted to do this episode. I haven't heard any men talking about it either, but I've seen so many women share it and like people I follow in America sharing it. And I just think, you know, if you see like a, something I view as an injustice, mm. something happening, you should at least speak about it. Like conversation's important. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you, you know, you're showing like the American followers I have that are, you know, not that it matters, you know, significantly, but you, you're at least showing that you, 
Well, yeah, you, you have to. You, you have to have the conversation. Them through that and injustice and like you, you know, helping them reinforcing their minds that yeah, you're not, you're not going crazy. What's happening is is, is wrong. Yeah, because America, I mean, like that. It's not like they're a third world country. We see them as very advanced, and but they're setting you know liberties back and rights back this far. It's very shocking, and I think it it happens all the time. And and it's very obvious that the country's very divided. We saw that with you know the you know Trump Biden. We see it here with Brexit. You see it with lots of decisions that they're sort of this fifty fifty split comes, and people have very drastically different opinions. I always struggle to see the other side because I always just think everybody else is wrong except for me. But um, humble, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it, keeping a dumb it cool. idiot. <laughs> but I, I can't understand why this particular topic is such a concern for so many people who it has nothing to do with. And the original Roe Roe and Wade case, it was about the constitutional right to privacy and your family yeah. life, and. It is a completely private matter what you decide to do with your body, right? And in any sense, if you decide to have cosmetic surgery or you're going on the pill or you're consuming alcohol, it's your decision because it's your body. But for some reason, this is the one thing that people who will have never met you care so much about. But they have no interest in what happens after that baby's born. You know, you're telling people that, you know, this this is a life that deserves to be birthed. But the second that that fetus comes into existence or is no longer unborn no one cares if they're you know in a council home fighting through the system committing petty thefts and crimes ending up in prison then it's somebody else's problem but for as long as it's an unborn it's their problem it just doesn't make sense why do people have such a vested interest in something that they stop caring about when when that being it, it comes is to very life? it is very bizarre and you have, uh, I think they said, it was it two-thirds? There was a poll. Two-thirds of Americans are actually... Would, would vote against it if it was put to the people. Yeah. Would vote against... Oh, changing the law. Yeah. As in keeping... Yeah, so keeping it as it was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I guess uh, if this is a thing, and I, I keep coming back to it because I think it's important, is the way America's set up in that they, they stick to a written constitution that's 260-odd years old. And if you read it word for word it doesn't allow for all these liberal things that have happened like gay marriage and taking contraception and you know so many things um but but how can a document written that long ago reflect where we are today like science medicine people have come so far and it needs to adapt the law needs to continue protecting people in a modern day rather than as it was back then so uh, you know i feel that america is stuck in this and that's why you know gun rights are so all over the media because you you can't undo it it's written in the constitution right so they're they're always on an uphill battle with that one. But what the Supreme Court has done is said there is no constitutional right to abortion. So we're going to take it away and give it back to the 50 states to legislate and, and govern. And these states have elected representatives. So you would hope that, the, that those representatives better represent the people who, you know, they're governing. So in their states. But it's still a very 50-50 split. So it's a it's a very horribly complicated thing where sort of one court is ruling over fifty states. You cannot say that fifty states are represented well by one decision because people will always argue. So they have said give it back to the people, but overnight half of America said abortions are illegal. They're not for you. I, I and I just I'm not, I don't know if I'm getting to a point. I just think it's a very interesting, complicated legal system they have and. 
I just think it's a shame that there are this many people who truly believe that they have a vested interest in what's going on with somebody else's body to the extent that they, you know, they protest and they feel the need to to actively say what happens to you is my problem. Yeah. It's 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 bizarre. But the irony is, I think a lot of these people will find like life you don't you can't predict life, right? Mm. So a lot of people are gonna find themselves in a situation where where actually they might need the abortion themselves that were that want to change it back mm-hmm. right and like you look at donald trump mm-hmm. he's probably had to use that service himself yeah. yet he had a big influence on what's going on now so none of it it's just the irony of it like it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. no one no one wakes up and goes when i'm older i want to get an abortion it's not it's nobody wants one exactly nobody yeah. wakes up in the morning and goes yeah i think i'm gonna do this thing that's going to lead to this choice N- not at all it's always going to be you know, an emotional decision for a woman to do. But that's why you say, well, I trust you enough to make that decision privately because it's you and your body and your circumstances and you're the best judge of that. So, you know, you have the right. I just, I think it's so basic. I think it's such a basic human thing. I agree, yeah. Justice Clarence Thomas. Yeah. So so he is the one who called on his colleagues to put the Supreme Court same-sex marriage, (coughs) gay sex, and even contraception cases on the Mm. table. Now, I was going to ask what your perspectives are on that, but which I will. But how much program is it, and has he had to even want to bring these cases to the table? I think like he's it, led a very privileged life. Exactly. To not have any of those things affect him. Exactly. But he doesn't represent the majority of the population when he claims that contraception is something that shouldn't be a right or gay marriage or you know it's good for him that he grew up straight and that the law supported his choices and good for him that he doesn't have to take contraception because he doesn't run the risk of becoming pregnant every time he has sex but it's that doesn't represent everybody else so it's a shame that those voices are so high you know i think i think ron's right he's been brought up on this nuclear family idea yeah he's been socialized into that from a young age but he doesn't represent that because the real world isn't a nuclear family is it mm. and again it's it's a complete simplification of what's actually going on you know a, abortion is not just you know somebody's been reckless with contraception or chosen not to have it and now they're just you know using their right to terminate it's it's so many other things it's so many social things as well look in America you have to pay for contraception not a lot of people can pay for that you know we're privileged here to have it on the NHS for free People pay prescriptions like $190 a month for the pill. If you can't afford that, that's not an option for you. You're relying on... you would on... be broke, man. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> but it's just, there's so many additional things. It's medically as well. So many things are, le- like, are classed as abortions. If a fetus dies in the womb, it needs to be aborted medically. So that's an abortion. And if you leave a dead fetus inside of a woman, they will die. So... Yeah. There are so many things, ectopic pregnancies. You you can have so many complications. It's almost like a countless list of things that can go wrong. If you look back a couple of hundreds of years, how many women died in childbirth? You know, it's it's a dangerous thing to do to your body. It, significant changes, the hormonal imbalances and everything. It's, it's, it's just something that's so risky and you're forcing people to do it, you know, when they didn't choose it for themselves, for whatever reason. I don't even think it matters. We always use the... You know, we always say, oh, but think about that young girl that was raped. 
that's not even like the thing that we need to talk about. Anyone for any reason, it just doesn't matter, should have a choice over what happens to their body because it's so significant. Yeah, I I agree. And it, like you said, it's, there's so many scenarios that could play out to why yeah. this has happened mm -hmm. and why they need to use that service. Mm -hmm. But shouldn't there be some kind of medical professional who oversees this? Because well, like you said, I, you, yeah. you, you, you've reeled there off. Must, there must be some form of that within... Yeah, but, they, but what I'm saying, yeah, they must have it. We know they have it, but surely they should have the power to overrule if, if mm -hmm. something that has happened which has caused a pregnancy which needs to be a, aborted yeah right surely that medical professional should have a power to overrule mm -hmm. what they are saying yeah okay i get what you're saying do so you get what i'm saying because they're if you're a medical professional you're you've studied for a long time you're going to know all the scenarios of what could happen here or the all the scenarios that we know of right which a judge or someone like that is not going to know are they mm -hmm. so surely they should have kind of like the last input on it and I think another thing that you, you touched on there, Ronnie, which I have to say I've even been guilty of in this podcast, and I know I've seen so many people talk about it on social media that people jump to that point of what about when someone's been raped or, or the baby's um, got medical problems? Yeah. You know, what about those instances? And I know that a lot of American women have said, why should I, why should, like, for example, why should our body need to be violated mm. before, you know, why should, it. before we protect it? Why? Why? We should just have that fundamental principle of protection. Mm -hmm. And and I think that, you know, again, like I'm saying that and that's because I'm, I'm a man. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, I've tried to educate myself mm -hmm. on this, like you say, even I've learned something today in terms of how the abortion, yeah, how it works in this country from you. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? I think it's important to just really like reflect on that and i lost my trail of thought and just be <laughs> just be open-minded man and try and look at things from other yeah. people's perspectives even if it doesn't affect you directly that's yeah. that's what we need to be i mean it's literally 50 percent of the world's population that this you know it doesn't maybe it doesn't directly affect but it makes you very nervous that if america did it why wouldn't the UK do it, you know. Why doesn't Europe do it? It's because they're they're first world, you know. They're they're doing they're very progressive, they're very forward thinking. But then things like this happen on paper, on paper sure. Practically no. But it's it's pretty scary for people. I mean, it's it's. I just truly think it's it's something that should be a right, and we have the right to bodily autonomy. But now females in America don't. It's not a constitutional right, so it's a it's a scary thing, definitely. Mm. I think that brings us nicely on to uh, the final question. Yeah. Should the rest of the world be worried somewhat about this? I think so, yeah. Ripple effect. And I think it's, it's yeah, like you said, maybe it doesn't directly affect us now, but you should express your thoughts. You should share your opinions. You should fight for what you already are privileged enough to have, which is your right to those things, uh, because those rights have been stripped from so many people. So taking it for granted is 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 sort of not an option anymore. And I mean, abortion rights are, across the world are different country to country. And it's, you know, Ireland only legalized abortion a few years ago, which was quite strange. So we always had... I think it was 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. so recent. But their abortion laws are a lot more liberal than ours in the UK now. Um, so it's just, you know, the law is always playing catch up. Um, it's always doing things a lot later than what you would hope they do. But unfortunately, America have taken what was their most progressive law, Roe and Wade, 
and they've they've just taken it back it wasn't even just in place for 50 years just shy of 50 years and, and they've undone it so it's it's just a, a very sad day for all those people and I do think it should be felt around the world and I think that people genuinely should worry I would worry you know if yeah. there was protests I would be there um it's a, it's a right that I don't you never realize how much you appreciate it until it's taken away and that's yeah, our I'm, privilege but yeah. that's what the, the reality is that we need to continue fighting and educating perhaps men but there's a lot of women as well that have these feelings in America yeah true just continue educating how important it is and don't oversimplify something so horrendously complicated. Let, you know, trust a person to make the decision by weighing up their surroundings and, and what they could offer a child. Yeah, that's been, what episode was that? Number 17. Number 17. 17. Let us know your thoughts on the change to the law in the comments and give us a like, subscribe and a follow. It'd be hugely appreciated. Ronnie, I want to thank you massively for coming back on. Thank you, Thanks guys. I love being here. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you on. I know you're potentially thinking about starting your own podcast. <laughs> the real Ronnie. The real Ronnie. This is, is your, real your, Ronnie. This is what you guys have come up with. I haven't yeah. come up with it. I still think you guys think need just, a third. I think we just love podcasts. And then you said about the real Ronnie, and I like that idea. Right. Let me host the next episode. I think okay. that would oh, be All right, you come on and host an episode. And I'll do bit. some Q&As with you guys. All right, that sounds so, good. Sounds good, yeah. Okay. We're on our way in. <laughs> so that's been TRP17. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.